Hey guys. Hola. What's up? ¿Qué tal? Welcome. Bienvenidos a Morenitas Abroad. Stay tuned as we brutally, honestly, and truthfully tell you the things that go down in our lives abroad in Madrid. Hey everyone, welcome back to Morenitas Abroad. I'm Michelle. And I'm Brittany. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome and thanks for listening. It's been a while, but we're excited to bring more content to you guys. We're finally out of the quarantine stages, at least here in Spain. But who knows? There's rumors that we might be going back into quarantine. Hopefully not. Which would suck. <laughs> yeah, it would suck. And there's a lot of rumors going around, but... I know. Everyone's saying, because like, everyone's been going on vacation and holidays and like yeah. traveling. People are coming to Spain to like go to the islands. That in the end of September, we're probably going to have to do another quarantine. Mm-hmm. Which I hope not. Yeah, but I think it's normal. Like, once you allow tourists to come back in, something's gonna happen. Like, <laughs> that, and I also think we de escalated from quarantine like really quickly because we just were like all so anxious to like get back to normal life. That you think so? You don't think the stages helped? Like, the phases one, I two, mean, three? they could have helped, but like, I just mean the sense of like normalcy. People went back to like normal life like so quick, like yeah. giving those besos, like going out, yeah. going to clubs, like. No one even really cares anymore, like, takes it into account, especially, like, the, the like, the two kisses here. Mm-hmm. And no, I still ask, like, when I see some, like, I see someone, I say, like, uh, no sé si, if we give two kisses, like, you yeah. can give me, like, but the elbow. Yeah, but then they give you the kiss yeah, even when you say like, that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's what I mean, it's, like, little things like that that we've all just, like, gone back into. Yeah, kind of forgotten. I think just because, like, we're not in quarantine anymore, we think, like, it's just not so serious, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, the numbers here are, like, rising super fast. What's one bad habit that you think you've taken out of quarantine? Bad habit that I've taken out of quarantine? Probably, like, being on my phone, like, all the time because it's just, like, I mean, there was nothing else to really do at times except be on your phone, which mm-hmm. sounds bad. Like, maybe I could have wrote a book or something. But <laughs> yeah, no, but I think it. we were just more prone to being on our phones and, like, looking for some type of entertainment, and that's where, where we got it. I saw last week, you know how iPhones tell you, like, your screen usage? Yeah. And last week it was like, your screen usage has been up 68%. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> let me look at mine. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I never look at it because I don't like to see how much I've been on, like, your social phone. media yeah. and my phone and all that stuff because sometimes it's not embarrassing, but it's just a lot. Like mm-hmm. It's, like, hours. And I'm like, damn, what could else I be doing instead of yeah Instagram. like you're wasting so much time i mean on social media today it says i've been an hour like yeah but imagine that's like <clears throat> if you spread it out throughout the day like an hour doesn't seem so bad but still an hour is like you can be doing something else working out oh, or doing yeah. something better with that hour of your life but but yeah i think also just with quarantine and being so much on our phone and on social media we've gotten into the bad habit of comparing and how do you say like everything's become more materialistic at least from my standpoint like me being on social media so much more i feel like i compare my life like my situation like what i'm doing to what other people are doing right now and i don't think it's like really healthy yeah (laughs) it's definitely not healthy at all to do that I don't know. I definitely agree, like, being on social media, you see, like, 
you only see the good or the best part of people, mm -hmm. you know? It's not like they're showing you, like, them laying in bed, like, watching Netflix, like, doing nothing for, like, three yeah. hours. Like, exactly. they show videos of them, like, working out, like... I don't know, reading a book, painting. Mm -hmm. Being super productive. Yeah. And you're just like, why am I not doing that? Or I think more so than ever in the last month, since people are kind of just de-escalating from quarantine, everyone's showing themselves on vacation or like doing things and I you're just know. like FOMO, just probably because you're trying to take precautions and you don't want to travel or you're, you know, a little bit worried about what that would be like, but you see everyone else traveling and then you're like, oh man, like I wish I was traveling too. And then you just start comparing and then feeling bad. I just think that social media can be great, but it can also be, like, such a horrible thing at the same time because you get, like, all these press outside pressures that aren't realistic. Like, <laughs> I mean, even in the beginning of quarantine, like, I was, like, working out so much because I had nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. And now I'm back in Madrid, and, I mean, we're not really in quarantine anymore, but I don't love to just go outside just because the whole virus thing. Yeah. And, like, gyms and stuff are not open, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so fat. Like, <laughs> look at these people showing videos of themselves, like, with their abs, like, working out. Like, you even get, like, insecure about yourself when you shut in. I mm -hmm. feel like even more with social media. Yeah, and I mean, but that goes, that's a bit different because you were working out in Malaga and like a nice finca where like here you're going to work out in your house. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not the same vibe, thing, like you know? I don't even have the, the ganas, the... Yeah, the desire, the, the, the desire motivation, there. yeah. But like, that's fine not to have the motivation, but like when I look at social media and I see like all these girls with like their ass, oh my god, they look so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it makes me feel like insecure i'm like oh my god i don't have abs like and that, there's nothing wrong with that like i love my body and stuff but i just mean the outside perspective of like other people brings your own vulnerabilities and like insecurities out even more mm -hmm. and i think you're just more hard on yourself like it's fine if you have like your off days and you don't want to work out but then when you see other people doing it then you're like why am i not doing it like like i need to be more productive and you just become more critical of yourself and you know you do what you can and when you're motivated and if you want to but to compare yourself to other people I think especially when it comes to body image I think that's where social media doesn't really help for example <laughs> the other day I was looking at Kylie Jenner's page mm -hmm. and I was just like flipping out because for me her body as we all know now her body's not real yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't even seem, like, appealing to me. Like, it doesn't even see something, like, I can relate to. Because it's, like, I know your body's not real. Like, yeah. I feel more like if I see a trainer working out and I'm, like, wow, okay, maybe she's inspiring me to, to work out more, you know, to, like, make the best of the body that I have. Mm -hmm. But then when I see the girls with, and mind you, if you want to do plastic surgery, that's that's up to you and that's your choice. But all of us are comparing ourselves to things that are not even real, to people's bodies that are not even real. Yeah, that's a thing. So many of them. And even, like, because you know we're both from Miami, like, yeah. there are people that just get their stomachs done and, like, they have abs. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that, that's so It has crazy. nothing to do with even, like, training or anything. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, they show a video with their trainer, but, like, a lot, not all of them, but, like, a lot of those girls just get, like, mm -hmm. their stomachs, like, done yeah done, light yeah. bulb like 
Because, you know, like, even now there's, like, thermal, like, you do, like, this thermal thing mm-hmm. and it takes out the fat. Like, yeah. they don't even have to, to do surgery. To do, yeah, yeah. surgery, like, or work out. Yeah, and <laughs> like, the crazy, I think the crazy part is they'll do that, but then post that they're at the gym a few times of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it seems like that's how they get their, so, you know, it's just, like, super manipulative in a way. Cause manipulative, fake. Yeah. Just yeah. Un- toxic, unhealthy. <laughs> un- unhealthy for the people who, who are, like, taking in that all that you know content and then feeling bad about themselves so i think that's that's the worst part for me just the body images but i think it's totally true what you say about the fact that we only post the good moments because i have so many moments where like i feel like shit and i feel really bad and i can only think like maybe half of my followers are feeling the same way like Mm. we're in quarantine we're not this year has just not been the same as other years and everyone must feel like shit too. Like, but why not show that or why not like yeah. post that and show like and be more relatable? Because at the end, we use Instagram to like connect and to talk to other people. And I think that would just be more healthy to show like both sides. Like, yeah, life is great, but there's also times where it's not, and it's okay. Like, it doesn't mean like your life sucks or for people to feel bad about you. It's just showing the two sides, you know? Yeah. I definitely agree 100%. And I think, like, even a lot of, um, like, big social media influencers are realizing that as well, that they need to put out not only the good, too. And, like, mm-hmm. some of them are doing that. Like, I don't know if you follow, like, Ami Song. Mm-mm. I don't know her. Like, this girl, Leonie. Huh? Like, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, just different influencers. <laughs> but, like, a lot... Like, I've been noticing lately that a few of them have, like, started posting, like, oh, I would ne- I normally would never talk about this, but I feel like I should bring out the reality of, like, what's going on, like, blah, 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 mm-hmm. which is great, but... Yeah, which I think more people should do. I have moments where I look at my Instagram feed and I'm just, like, like, I, I like my pictures, don't get me wrong, but, like, this is not my life. Like, I feel like I could post yeah. so much more and, like... And sometimes I do want to put, like, captions, like, just long captions of me talking and saying, like, today sucked, and well, this is should. what happened, I should. But then I think, who's going to care? But <laughs> I mean, someone will. I'll care. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, and that's, that's worth something. Just, like, if you can relate to one person and make someone else just feel better. Like, I think the other day, one day, I posted something of how, like, 2019, no, no, it was the beginning of 2020, and I posted, like, just a recap of my year and I said just like 2019 kind of threw me for a loop (laughs) I had no idea what 2020 was gonna bring yeah and I just kind of was a little bit more real and I had a lot of people like respond and say like wow like so great to see that like you're growing as a person or whatever whatever and just to get that feedback was like okay cool like Mm -hmm. other people had a shitty year too I'm not the only one so especially this year I think we could all be a little bit more honest and relatable no i agree oh my gosh we're talking about social media how do you feel about tiktok i honestly hate it (laughs) (laughs) i downloaded it two days ago just because there's one this one tiktoker that is just really funny and i like who but his name's his name's steven baboon he's a a haitian a haitian tiktoker and he just posts a lot of like funny for me like tiktok is another vine in a way I never had Vine. No? What? For me, Vine was, like, the best because people were just, I mean, yeah, you're innovative with TikTok, but it just seemed more real, like, 15 seconds, you have to be as funny as you can be, Yeah. and, like, to cut it and all that stuff. So, 
yeah i feel like it's kind of just like a re a remake of vine but one thing i hate with tiktok is the dancing like don't get me wrong like you know i love dancing yeah. but the that's the thing like for me like moving your arms from side to side and your hips from side to side is not really like dancing like mm -hmm. obviously there are some that's like whoa that's like uh -huh. a real dance yeah. but like a lot of them are just like it's like a like a macarena dance a lot of them is literally the macarena like okay that's cool like i don't know yeah like it took five seconds to learn that and put a song and yeah like, for me, because I don't have TikTok, I haven't downloaded it, but, like, when I see people, like, post some of their TikToks on Instagram, I'm just like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah, no, but it can also be... I've seen a lot of influencers make it kind of informational. There's this yeah, one I've girl who... Her name's Amy Lee. I love her because she's really into, like, self-help and, like, therapy and stuff. And she just talks... She makes her TikToks kind of, like like what's good about therapy and like make it so fun, yeah yeah cool. i know what you're saying like i've seen those and, too yeah and those i like like they're super cool and informative like informative and you get something out of them but like the dancing ones i'm like all right how many more dances can we can we yeah. make up the only dance i liked was beyonce savage and that was it yeah that one was good because that, that was like good. a real dance yeah kind of sort there was another one i think it was Megan Stallion, there was another one that was, yeah, yeah, the nasty, I don't know how it goes. But that's a Savage one. Oh, the remix with Beyonce. Yeah, I okay, like the okay. remix Beyonce one. I mean, the no, Savage no. of the normal Megan Stallion was, like, good, too, but then when the Beyonce one came on, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, that one was good. So that that one I liked. Me and my, my stepsister tried to do to it a do few it. times and <laughs> failed, failed epically. Yeah. But it was cool, because... You're learning a choreography, choreography, yeah, like choreographed dance, and and you actually have to learn it. Like dancing is not yeah, the easiest. Yeah, it's not easy. But yeah, and I think it helps the artist, like musically, like in the music industry, because they make their songs now. Yeah, for, for sure, dance for sure. Them. I was looking the other day. Um, I can't remember what the name was of the website was, but it was literally like saying for like artists to like submit their songs and like pay tiktokers to make a dance to their song and like make it famous no way yeah yeah i mean think about it. it's like the same thing as instagram like you're paying yeah. someone to like oh look at this mask it's yeah. great and everyone buys a mask yeah. or a lot of people buy it so like the same thing with tiktok oh look at this dance da, da, da. Mm -hmm. people want to do the dance yeah and get money for it no that's yeah. smart i think at the end on a business stand for standpoint i think tiktok is super smart i don't think it came out during like the first time it came out was no i think it was up before but just people made you know made it popular through then but but yeah i mean great for everyone else but i don't really like it <laughs> yeah it's not i don't know um i don't have it is there another bad habit that you feel like you've taken from quarantine from quarantine quarantine itself no because like like you said and we've talked about like i was on a farm i was like really like living the healthiest life ever mm -hmm. <laughs> like cooking every day working out every day and for me i think it was like coming out of quarantine was what made it where it's like hard for me like coming out of quarantine like coming back to madrid coming to my small apartment there's not a lot of natural light like not being able to work mm -hmm. outside not having dogs around yeah. like being in madrid and being able to just order food instead of cooking like i've yeah. honestly like ordered like so much uber <laughs> eats and like delivery mm -hmm. that it's crazy like for me i think overall i was pretty productive 
over quarantine, not gonna lie. And I think coming out of it and coming back to Madrid is where I've been like lazy. I mm-hmm. haven't had like a good sleep schedule. Yeah, definitely. Especially yeah. now in <laughs> in September, there's like nobody here. Yeah, <laughs> there's Madrid nothing to do. Like, and I'm terrified to go in the metro. I don't know how you do it. Like, I'm so terrified. Don't get me wrong. I still, it was more when I first got back, but even now, like, I get anxiety. It's not, some days it's packed, which is crazy to see sometimes how packed the metro is with what we have going on, but some days it's empty and I still feel like, okay, how many stops do I have because I need to get out? Even in the last week, I've opted to take the bus more than the metro, because the metro, the bus has more space and it's AC, I feel like I can breathe, but the metro, yeah, it's not, not the best. For me, I'm like... terrified like i have school starting soon i think like beginning of or beginning of october for spanish classes and like i was talking to my mom like i don't know how i'm gonna go to yeah. class yet <laughs> yeah. like because in the mornings at like 8 30 in the no, morning the metro is it's like you're packed like sardines like yeah. i used to literally pack in there like a sardine because yeah. i would go like one stop to go to modernion or one stop in the metro and then mm-hmm switch and my other stop wasn't packed but like alonso martinez line 10 mm-hmm. no. line 10, line is, 10 the is the worst yeah and i always like even while i was working yeah. out of school like i was in line 10 so i was always like literally yeah. squished and like searching trying to search for a seat yeah. and the crazy thing is i mean for those who don't live in madrid um line 10 is just one of the most popular metro lines and it has a big one of the biggest like trains I never really think about that because I only normally take lane 10, but mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's true because like if you take lane 1, they're like pretty one small. Lane 1 is so yeah. small. When I was living in Tirso and taking that in the morning, I would just like miss like 3 just because yeah. like, there's no way I'm standing with all these people. So I normally do lane 3, which is pretty big too now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think lane 3 is bigger. But that's true because I haven't thought of... When we got out of quarantine, it was more like in June and people were starting to go back to work, but like... People were also going on summer vacation, so the metro yeah. wasn't as packed. But now, when September, October comes and life gets back to normal, it's going to be insane. That's, that's why I really think everyone's saying we're going to have to go back in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot imagine September when everyone's going back to work and now working from home. Yeah. That metro in the morning, it's literally a sardine. Mm-hmm. Like, people it, push no to push you, yeah. like, to push in. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be hectic. And the the truth, the reality is that people are really actually going back to work here. Because the other day my dad asked mm-hmm. me, um, do you think people are going to be like staying home to work? And I'm like, the remote work or like staying, working from home is more of a, I think, like a U.S. thing. No, more people have been like working from home. I have a friend, she's been working from home, but she told me that like in September they're planning on everyone being back going in the office. Back. Yeah. Maybe it depends the company. Like my cousin's boyfriend works for microsoft and companies like microsoft amazon like they've Mm -hmm. told them you're staying home for at least the rest of 2020 like you're not coming back to work um but it's because those big companies can afford to to do that but i just think the reality here in madrid is a lot of people have gone back to work like if you can work from home that's great but also they have kids and those kids are going back to school and and Yeah, yeah i saw in the news that maybe they're going to do like staggering like start time so all the kids like aren't arriving at, at the, the same, same time, time and the parents and then that some schools might do like <clears throat> um telecommute tell no not telecommuting i don't know some classes mm-hmm. online some days online some days yeah, like, like, yeah. 
I mean, at this point, I think people are just trying to figure out the best way to, to go back to normal. Yeah. And we just won't have any idea until we do it and then see what happens. So that was our little chit chat about life after quarantine. And we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts if you guys have taken any bad habits from quarantine or how you guys are coping with life after quarantine, what that looks for you and your thoughts on social media. If you've become addicted, if you've been able to keep it out of your routine, props to you. Um, but yeah, this was episode 10 and we should have a new episode soon for you guys. Bye. Bye.